Hola, buenos días, buenas tardes, wherever you are, and bienvenidos. Welcome to another episode of Spanish Obsessed Beginners. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the past using the present. So how does that work? Well, we're going to listen to a story from Liz in which she does exactly this. Now, I'll warn you now, it's going to be a little bit hard to follow. It's a monologue and Liz, being a native speaker, she does tend to run words together. She can talk quite fast sometimes. Plus, the vocabulary itself is actually quite advanced. I don't want you to focus so much on that. What I want you to do when you listen to this story is really listen to the tenses that she's using and specifically the present tense. Once we've heard the story, we'll come back, we'll dissect it together. I'll make sure you can at least understand most of it. Maybe you'll pick up a few new words here and there. And then we'll look at how is she using the present in the past. Ayer tuve un día horrible. Son las 7 de la mañana cuando suena el despertador. Abro los ojos y miro el reloj. No puede ser. El despertador nunca sonó y me quedé dormida. Ahora voy atrasada. Me levanto de una y me visto a las carreras. Salgo volando hacia la ducha, pero resbalo con una revista tirada en el suelo y me golpeo el pie. Salto en un pie hasta la cocina. Me preparo un tinto y una arepa y corra. Agarro las llaves del carro y arranco para el trabajo. En la autopista me quedo en un trancón impresionante. Parece que va a ser un día largo. Ya son las 8 de la mañana y aún no llego a mi lugar de trabajo. Corro a toda mecha hasta el escritorio mientras mi jefe me grita que llegué tarde otra vez. Enciendo el computador y cuando comienzo el trabajo siento un dolor en la barriga. Ay no, con el afán olvidé que había una reunión importante con el gerente hoy. So yes, that dialogue was a little tougher. And if you didn't understand even most of it, don't worry too much. It also uses some slang. So as we explore this story now, I'm going to pick apart some of it and explain it to you. So you probably heard at least that it does contain some words in the past tense. But Liz also used the present tense a lot to talk about the past. So what's Liz actually doing in this? Well, she's telling a story. And that's a really important thing to bear in mind. So let's dive into this story and see exactly what's going on. Let's take another listen. Ayer tuve un día horrible. Son las 7 de la mañana cuando suena el despertador. Ayer tuve un día horrible. Yesterday I had a horrible day. So that tuve, that's tener in the past. Yo tuve. I had a horrible day. So far so good. She then said, son las 7 de la mañana cuando suena el despertador. It's seven in the morning when the alarm clock sounds. So now she switched to the present tense. Son las siete de la mañana. Suena el despertador. Interesting. What comes up next? Abro los ojos y miro el reloj. No puede ser. I open my eyes, abro los ojos, and I look at the clock y miro el reloj. Again, using the present tense here. 
And then a phrase, which is a really useful one to learn if you haven't memorized this one already, or if you don't know it, no puede ser, no puede ser. It means it can't be. Really useful one to have in your back pocket. El despertador nunca sonó y me quedé dormida. The alarm clock never sounded, nunca sonó, so it never went off. And I stayed asleep y me quedé dormida. So in both of these phrases, Liz is using the past tense again. So we've switched, we've gone from past to present and then more present and then past. And that's what's happening as Liz is telling this story. We'll explore what effect this has in a second. Ahora voy atrasada. Me levanto de una y me visto a las carreras. Okay, we've switched back into the present tense. Ahora voy atrasada. Now I'm late. I'm going delayed. Voy atrasada. I would say voy atrasado, being a man. Me levanto de una. I get up straight away y me visto a las carreras. And I get dressed as fast as I can. So a couple of really cool pieces of slang in here. I just want to pause and look at. So the first one is de una. This is used around Latin America in a few countries. It's not understood everywhere, but certainly in Colombia, in Argentina, this is used and understood and a few others as well. And it means that something is done quickly or rapidly or without hesitation. So for example, you could say, lo hice de una. I did it right away or contestó de una. That would mean he answered or she answered right away. So there's one. And then we also heard a las carreras. And this is used around the Spanish-speaking world. It's quite a cool piece of slang. It means in a hurry or rushed. Salgo volando hacia la ducha, pero resbalo con una revista tirada en el suelo y me golpeo el pie. Back into the present tense here. Salgo volando hacia la ducha. So I go flying towards the shower. I go as fast as I can to the shower. Pero resbalo con una revista tirada en el suelo. But I slip up on a newspaper which has been thrown on the floor y me golpeo el pie and I hit my foot. So look, I know this is you know, quite complicated vocabulary, but the important thing to remember here is that Liz is using the present tense in all of these phrases. Salto en un pie hasta la cocina. Salto en un pie hasta la cocina. So I jump on one foot. That means I hop to the kitchen. Me preparo un tinto y una arepa y corra. So this is more Colombian slang. Me preparo un tinto. So they say a tinto here means a coffee. I prepare myself a coffee. Y una arepa. Now, I could probably do a whole episode about arepas. It's basically a kind of corn patty and there's different forms all around Latin America. There's a Venezuelan arepa and in Colombia, the arepa is really just quite a simple, uh, like a corn kind of, well, a corn patty basically, commonly eaten for breakfast or as a snack. Agarro las llaves del carro y arranco para el trabajo. I grab the car keys and I head off to work. En la autopista me quedo en un trancón impresionante. Parece que va a ser un día largo. On the motorway, I get stuck in an impressive traffic jam. Un trancón, that's a traffic jam, impresionante. Parece que va a ser un día largo. It seems like it's going to be a long day. Ya son las 8 de la mañana 
y aún no llego a mi lugar de trabajo. It's already eight in the morning. I haven't even got to my place of work. Corro a toda mecha hasta el escritorio mientras mi jefe me grita que llegué tarde otra vez. I run as fast as I can to my desk while my boss is shouting at me that I arrive late again. Enciendo el computador y cuando comienzo el trabajo siento un dolor en la barriga. Ay no, con el afán olvidé que había una reunión importante con el gerente hoy. I turn on the computer and when I start work I feel a stomachache. No, with all my rush, con el afán, el afán is rush, olvidé que había una reunión. I forgot that there was a meeting importante con el gerente hoy. An important meeting with the management today. So, again, I know this was a complex story with some difficult vocabulary and some slang, but the important thing to notice was that there was a mix of tenses. It was a story, it was something that happened in the past, yet it's being told often using the present tense. So, this is something which is called the present historic tense, and that doesn't really matter what it's called, but it's worth bearing in mind that this is a real tense, this is something which exists, and it's used to narrate past events to bring them to life, so it narrates them in a more vivid and engaging way, as if they were happening in the moment. And this creates a sense of immediacy and suspense for the listener, so it's a great way of telling a story. It's a bit like when you tell a joke in English. You wouldn't normally start a joke by saying, a man walked into a bar, but you'd probably say, a man walks into a bar. And it makes it sound more immediate, kind of like, kind of like the events are unfolding right in front of your eyes. And of course, it's convenient for us as Spanish learners because it makes things easier. We can use the present tense to talk about the past, provided that you're telling a story of some kind. And that's important to bear in mind. So if you use the present tense outside of this context of storytelling, it does just simply sound wrong. So in the same way, if you heard someone in English say, yesterday I go to the shop, or if you take that on its own, then that's just wrong. However, if you said, if you're telling a story and you said, so let me tell you about what happened to me. So yesterday I go to the shop to pick up some groceries when blah, 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 blah. And this happens, this happens, this happens. I use the present tense there, but it works because it's in the context of a story. So Spanish does this as well, where you can use the present tense to talk about the past in the context of a story. And what that does is it brings a story alive as though the events were unfolding right in front of our eyes. So that's what I wanted to illustrate to you in this podcast in this story, go out into the world, tell stories using a present tense, and you'll be surprised at people's reactions. So I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And as always, I can't wait to see you in the next one. Hasta luego.